Hello, iTrekBytes family, and welcome to another episode of the Member Spotlight series, where I get to interview different members on their weightless journeys. Today's episode features Nick, an iTrekBytes member that tells us all about his journey from 2016 with another program to now using carb conscious as his lifestyle choice. Are you ready for some great advice? Let's get this episode started. What is up, Nick? Hello. I feel like like I was just telling everybody. Like, I have followed you since really 2016, so I was super excited that you were able to join us last minute tonight. I really appreciate that. Of course, thank you for uh, inviting me. So, introduce yourself, first of all. There's probably a lot of people on here that don't know who you are. They may not follow you. Uh, Go ahead and introduce yourself. All right. Uh, My name is Nick Bevan. I'm 30 uh, years old, which is still, I'm getting used to that, (laughs) still swallowing that pill. But I live in the Detroit area with my partner, Jake. I have been on a weight loss health journey since 2016, and I've seen success in all ways, you know, on the scale and in the way that I live my life, my behaviors. But yeah, I'm also an elementary teacher, a dog dad, an (laughs) uncle, all those things. Yeah. (laughs) So let's start with a lot of people that don't realize who you are or if they don't follow you like I do. Um, Like today, you even said, you know, your weight loss journey really started back in 2016. Well, let's be real. Let's go with like even before 2016. Like how... I mean, it started when I was five. Yeah. But no, and let's talk about that because like I feel you on that because I was always a heavier kid, especially when I hit puberty. And you know what I mean? The biggest one of the group and all that stuff. So how was that for you growing up? I mean, I've always struggled with my weight my entire life, Um, but it wasn't until, I mean, I was very fortunate in the way that our school didn't necessarily have bullies. I wasn't, I don't have a story of bullying necessarily from my childhood, but I also think that's because as a, like I like to call a huskier (laughs) kid, um, (laughs) you kind of build that tough exterior, right? You kind of build that shell around you so that nothing can penetrate, no words can penetrate. And I think that's how I was all the way up until 2016. I was just living my life, um, not realizing the damage that I was doing to myself emotionally and physically until I had kind of that pinnacle moment where I knew that I had. Yeah. When was that? Like, what was that aha moment? I know, I know Um, we all talk about aha moments and then I have people like 50% but like, there ain't no aha moment. And then I got others that are like, yes, there is a aha moment. So for you, like, what was it for you? Um, for me, it wasn't necessarily like me and like a dream vacation, like having this aha moment. It was sitting in a doctor's office because at this point, I grew up, I mean, I've grown up in Detroit. I moved to Florida for several yes, years. Disney, I worked at yep. Disney and I was sitting in a random doctor's office for, I think I had to go to the urgent care for something. And she took my blood pressure. And it was one of those places that's like urgent care, pediatrics, chiropractor. Every yeah. doctor under the sun is in this building. So then they they took my blood pressure and they said, um, we need to see you in two weeks. You need to track your blood pressure for two weeks. And I'm a tough love type yeah. person, so I didn't take offense to this. <laughs> but the doctor was like, I don't know. You might go blind to yeah. this. You might blow out your kidneys. Like, these are some pretty, pretty high numbers. Yeah. Blood pressure. So, so um, that was kind of the moment for me when I was sitting in that doctor's office and I was told, you need to track your blood pressure for two weeks. It's out of control. You need to get it together. And it was kind of that tough love from a random doctor that was kind of my uh, 
aha yeah. moment. So what did you do after the two weeks? Obviously you tracked your, you know what I mean? You were scared, scared yeah. to death. I, I did all that, all that stuff. She put me on some good medicine, oh, you know, yes. got it under control. <laughs> <laughs> but I was also inspired by a friend, Lauren, who you may see her on the gram. Yeah, Pixie Dust Points. points. Yep. Lauren and I roll back to our yep. Disney days. We were, we were actually coworkers and friends and whatever. So I, she was on this weight loss journey, this health journey, I w- would rather yeah. call it. And she kind of inspired me as well. Because here I'm in this doctor's office being told, you need to lose weight. Your blood pressure is high. And then I'm sitting there thinking, what do I do? And then I had this friend over here by magic, <laughs> I guess, <laughs> that's following this lifestyle that I think is super attainable. So it, it, kind of having all those pieces right there was um, like divine intervention. Oh, I, I bet. I bet. So how did you, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think in 2016, how was that time of weight loss for you? Did you find a lot of success at the beginning of it or? I, I did. I found a lot of motivation because I felt for the first time I was in control mm-hmm. and I was doing something about it. I had something tangible to do something with it. I mean, I was tracking, uh, I had someone to talk to about it. And then I started this Instagram account where I was like, all right, I'm going to hold myself accountable to whoever rolls across my hot mess Mm -hmm. page. Like we're just going to do this together. And I kind of, I, that's where I kind of found the accountability was in a virtual support group, this virtual family found through hashtags on Instagram that has really, meant so much more to me than I could have really ever imagined. So tell me about like from 2016 until, so let's go, because like I said, I've been following you pretty much since 2016. So I know a lot of these, I know a lot of these answers. (laughs) So how was it like, what was your biggest attainable like loss that you had through your health and wellness journey, like at the very beginning? Because I mean, we've all been there. I've been there. I lost like 40, 60 pounds. And then, you know, I was living the high life. (laughs) Right. Oh, absolutely. And that's one thing that um, I say all the time is that our journey is a Mm -hmm. roller coaster hill, right? So you show, I would used to show my weight to show that like, hey, it's not linear. It's not going to go straight down. It's going to be a roller coaster. I mean, at one point, I think I was down like, 70 pounds, I want to say. And again, high life. I felt like I was on yeah. top of the world. Like I was crushing it. Um, unstoppable. Unstoppable. Could just, right. It don't matter. I know how to do it. I know the, I know the exactly. point value. Here we go. Living the life. Right. But I think that it's also important to know, now in retrospect, that even though I was physically attaining that goal, right? I was stepping on the scale and it was saying, you're kicking butt and taking names. <laughs> I don't think that I was mentally yeah. there. I don't think that I was mentally be ready to be in that. And you know, I remember when you like, and I'm saying this just from another brother, like I gained weight, you know what I mean? It's how it is. But Mm -hmm. I remember like, you know, we try to obtain this look of like, I've lost 60 pounds, I've lost 80 pounds. And then when you kind of, and I don't really call it slip ups, but when life just throws you a curveball, and next thing you know, you, you are gaining a little bit of weight back. How was mm-hmm. that for you then? Because I know a lot of our members, you know, they kind of lose everything they feel like when they gain like 10 pounds, 20 pounds, whatever it is. Like, how was that for you? It's discouraging. It's, it's definitely discouraging, right? You feel like you're going down a slippery slope. You're just falling into the abyss again, going back at it. But I think you have to realize that the fact that you're even having that conversation with yourself 
is like a huge moment to be proud of that you're even recognizing that you're slipping into those negative habits again or those old habits i should say that even recognizing that that's happening is a huge step Mm -hmm. in the right direction and that you can just take over that steering wheel and turn it to the right direction where i find grace and peace when the scale is not being so kind (laughs) to me is that we're all human what life we get into a pattern of what life is giving us right and we're losing weight we're rocking it and then all of a sudden here comes a curveball mm-hmm. here comes this here comes that and we didn't prepare ourselves necessarily to deal with that plus everything else that's already in our oh life. my gosh yes so i think so i just think of like potholes in the road i mean i live in michigan so <laughs> potholes galore everywhere but when you get those potholes in the road it's like it throws throws me off in the car when I'm driving. And it, it definitely throws me off on this lifetime of yeah. the journey. No, and I remember like to backtrack a little bit when you were starting to say about the mental aspect of it. I remember you talking once about, like this was a long time ago, about not being mentally there. You might have been able to lose yeah. all that weight, but if you're not mentally there to figure out what exactly you did to lose the weight, you know what I mean? And keep going when life does give you those curveballs. I've said it myself too, you know, when I was, you know, 220 pounds from 280, my highest or whatever, like, you know, then I had my daughter and then it was just like, oh, it's fine. And then 10 pounds came, then 20 pounds came, then 30 pounds came. Mm -hmm. Then you go on a hiatus from Instagram for a little bit. (laughs) And then you come back and you're like, (laughs) all right, here we go. But like, What made you now, like fast forward now to 2021 to be like, I'm ready to get my crap together. Obviously, I remember you going through like your grad school. Was it grad school when you were doing that, you know, and all that stuff like put on you and trying to be the best person you can. And then now you're like, I found something that works. And that's what I'm here for right now with you is like, we don't have a lot of people that you, we have a lot of people that use the keto program with us. Um, they're not as public as like someone of you, you know what I mean? They're like, right. Oh, cause I can look up the data and figure out who all follows keto on the Arctic bites app. You know what I mean? But to really right. find somebody that's documenting their journey, there isn't anybody right now that's really doing that. So Jake's on Arctic. He's one of our ambassadors. If anybody listening didn't know that yeah. with better balance, you know, trying to do that. How is that now? What made you decide to switch to keto? So I, probably back in April, I think it was. It was on a complete whim. I love doing split-second decisions. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> it was just like one night I was on the couch. I'm like, hey, Jake, I'm going to do keto now. And he's like, great. Like, oh, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Polar opposite. Yeah. Great. So I downloaded the app, the iTrack Bites app. And see, this is what prevented me from doing keto in the past was tracking mm-hmm. everything, knowing the yeah. numbers, knowing this, knowing that. And I just wasn't working. So I was so grateful that iTrack Bites had that program in the app to give me a chance to try yeah. it out. Now, I did it for probably a solid two months, I want to say. And I did find success. But this is another reason why I love iTrack Bites is because there are so many different programs that you can switch to that fit your mm-hmm. lifestyle. So what I realized I was doing, my old habits were coming <laughs> back, I was starting my day off strong with keto, right? Starting my day off strong, lunch was keto, then afternoon and dinner would come and I would get off the the bandwagon. Keto, you need to have some like really 
you have to be really disciplined, mm-hmm. right? Because the point is to get your body into yep. ketosis and stay yeah. there. But what I was doing was actually probably <laughs> setting myself up for a great weight gain plan <laughs> because I was eating all of this keto food, which was delicious and makes sense. And I had the most energy ever yeah. when I did keto. But then I was like, here's some ice cream. Here's a donut. Yeah. Here's these. So I was, it wasn't, it, it's not keto. It yeah. was me. That's why we had to mm-hmm. break up. So um, I am actually doing carb conscious mm-hmm. now. And oh my God, I yeah. love it. I it is so funny. It. I'm it. sorry. It's so funny that you're doing carb conscious. Not like you per se, but like that you're telling me you're doing right. carb conscious. Because I had all my success with carb conscious. And it's so funny seeing you now, like you've done everything but that. Like you might've done that in the past. You know what I mean? But like, trying it you're going to find so much <laughs> success on carb conscious. It is like phenomenal. Like it's crazy. The amount of success you're going to find on carb conscious. And I can tell you that with experience because I lost 60 pounds on carb conscious. I'm excited because I, what keto taught me was my body feels uh-huh. best when I have my carbs. In yeah when I'm more conscious about the amount of carbs that I'm eating because I'm a carbosaurus. Oh, Rex. I will here, eat it all. I'm here. I'm saying I will eat it all. And so I think that is kind of like a huge benefit of having all of these programs and there's nothing out there like I track bites that has so many lifestyles that you can kind of give a try. If it doesn't work, try another one um, because we're all yeah. different. Our bodies are all made up differently. So what works for me is not going to work for the next person, which is not going to work for the next person. And that's just how it yeah. goes. <laughs> no, I love that. What did, uh, curious to know what Jake thinks about you doing carb conscious now. Um, when I told him that I was switching from keto to carb conscious, all he said, said to me was, uh, I fully support this decision. <laughs> <laughs> Cause it makes kind of, um, meal planning yeah. and prepping months yeah easier. instead of doing that was also a question i was going to ask like when you were doing keto you have somebody in your household yeah. that does better balance but then you're doing keto like how is that like grocery right. shopping because i see all these like, i see all these amazing foods in jake's grocery cart and then i'm just like but what is nick eating <laughs> yeah uh great question <laughs> um we i mean we made it work i when we were still, I was still in school. I'm a teacher, mm-hmm. so I was still working during the day when I was doing keto. So I would probably do a lot of my higher fat foods during like lunch and for breakfast yeah. because I knew that dinner when I came home was going to be a lower fat food that fit more with a uh, better mm-hmm. balance. So, I mean, we would still have like chicken breast and maybe I would add cheese yeah. to mine and we would have green beans and then maybe he would have pasta as yeah. side. So we just kind of like, quilted it together mm-hmm. it was harder because it's literally opposite ends of the yeah. spectrum but we made it work we made it work but now it, there's more harmony yeah more harmony going on so question for you now is what are you hoping i mean of course you're hoping to find success on it but like going into this new lifestyle and you know us on the marketing team with itrack fights we're always looking at like I myself, and I hate sometimes saying weight loss journey because I'm more like it's Mm -hmm. 2021. It's my health and wellness journey because it's all about from my head to my toe, not just my stomach. You know what I mean? So like that health and wellness journey, like what is that? What are you hoping for? Number one with carb conscious and number two for like the rest of the year for 2021. I, well, being locked up for (laughs) 15 months has allowed me to do a lot of 
personal thinking and kind of making ourselves a priority. And I think it's important that when we say that we're on a health journey or a weight loss journey, that we don't tie ourselves to a number on a yeah. scale. And I feel like I used to say that until I was blue in the face, but I didn't necessarily believe mm-hmm. it because I would still step on that scale every day, see where the number's at, see where the number's at, see where the number's at. But now I feel like we packed, we're in the middle of yeah. moving and I just packed my our scale is packed away. So I don't even have access mm-hmm. to do that. And I'm just going on what's happening with my body. How do I feel? Where's my energy at? So I think what I'm looking forward to with carb conscious is just trying to get into that rhythm of a lifestyle, knowing that everything is possible to eat, right? We don't have to necessarily limit ourselves when we're on carb conscious. We just have to be conscious (laughs) about what we're eating and making those positive choices. So I'm excited to get back into the rhythm of making those positive food choices and the success both in my clothes and the way that they fit, but also just in my self-image and my confidence and my excitement for cooking and eating. And it's not just necessarily um, like, ooh, let me put my hand in these chips bag and let's go here, let's go here. But like putting more of myself into my food and taking more pride in No, I love that because that's one thing that like me and my wife have found success with is any program you do, any plan you do will be successful if you put the work into it. If you make it work for you, it will work for you. Like I, you can't say sugar smart didn't work for me. If you actually follow the plan to how the plan is, it will work for you. It will show you success, but it's all about that lifestyle because I'm letting you know right now, like. When I tried Better Balance for the first time before I went to Carb Conscience, when I found myself in the cupboard grabbing unsweetened applesauce because it was zero bites and eating it because I had no bites left, I was just like, this ain't good for my mental state. It's not happening. It's not happening. No. You know? Because it, it goes back to that that mentality of having to sneak around or yes. find food or... It, it it brings up those behaviors. So if it doesn't work for you, don't force it upon yeah, yourself. It's got right? it. You gotta love it. Move on to something you gotta else. love it. You know what I mean? That's like if you're not a gym person, but you love to walk, like then walk. Like don't don't right. kill yourself and make yourself feel bad because I'm not going to the gym. I'm not being like everybody else. But I love walking, so walk a mile a day. You know how many you know how many times I've paid for a Planet Fitness membership and then had to cancel it? <laughs> Too many yeah. to count. Because I I I'm so inspired by these people who hit the gym every morning at 4 a.m. and are like ready, raring to go. And so I'm like, all right, yep. we're going to do this. We're going to do this. Never works. We stick to walk. Yeah. Outside. No, I love that. I love that. So we're getting, we're gearing up to the end of the end of the meeting or end of the interview. And this is, I just loved it. My thing is now is like what we have so many people. I always ask these last two things. We We have so many people that are like, on the fence of starting iTrek Bites or on the fence of starting one of our plans, whether that's counting calories or sugar smart or carb conscious, what, because there's been, you know, a hundred and some people tonight on replay is going to be going, I mean, this is going to reach thousands of people, your words, no pressure. (laughs) What, (laughs) what would you tell that person to get them to get started? Like, what is something that you want to be like, I'm going to be inspirational right now and tell you, you need to start. I mean, it's time to show up for yourself. No one else is going to do it for you, right? You need, if you're not in the driver's seat of your own car, no one's going to reach over and grab the steering wheel. Oh, I love that. I've never never heard that. I love that. (laughs) 
Uh, so, I mean, you are taking a step to even think about showing up for yourself. And we don't, we are human. We don't have all the answers to everything. We have, for whatever reason in our lives, if we eat emotionally, we're snackers, we've experienced trauma in our lives that has ruined our relationship with food. We have to face those demons in order to have, you know, a, a better future or a healthier future, right? So it may be in combination of getting professional help with mental mm-hmm. health, which that has been part of my journey too, right? My, my relationship with food is broken and it has been broken for my life. And so seeking out that professional help to help with anxiety and stuff while also having eye track bites has been incredibly helpful when you address those demons and get back on the road um, in control of your own car and showing up for yourself. Um, it's an amazing feeling and it's extremely em- empowering. Yeah, Love that. Love that. So the last question I always ask is what is something that you wish that somebody would have told you when you first started. So like think even back to t- circa 2016. Mm. Like what is something that you wish somebody would have told you that really sticks with you now? That I would say that transformation Tuesdays aren't everything. <laughs> but everybody because wants to see them, Nick. <laughs> I know everyone wants to see them and I and I do recognize that it does offer some motivation, but this is the thing. The transformation helps happens inside of you. The outside is just the physical manifestation of what what you're doing, of the transformation happening inside. So I think it's important to remember that even though we see these incredible physical transformations, so much more has happened inside and that we can't put our transformation just on those pictures. I remember there's times that I was going to, I post the transformation Tuesdays. <laughs> I know here I am speaking against them, but I literally went to go try and find two photos to match. Right. And I look at one, my before I look at my current or after, and I think there's not that much of a difference X. And in that moment, I just put myself down for all the hard work that it's taken me to get there yeah so i feel like we have set the standard for ourselves that we can only post transformation tuesdays where i'm my before and my goal weight and it has to be extremely dramatic or else it's like Mm -hmm. "Mm, it's not worth celebrating yeah when every pound is worth celebrating every inch is worth celebrating every time that you close the oreos and put them back (laughs) in the cupboard or measure something like those are the little moments that I feel like are worth celebrating and are more transformative than two pictures that are at different angles. Most of them are even at the same angle. Yeah, let's be real. How many times have you done that? Raise your hand. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's so funny that you like that you're saying this now because, you know, I cross country. I like to say cross country. I went from Indiana to Alabama. It's not that far away. Um, (laughs) Eight hours. But (laughs) We are in a fifth wheel right now because we purchased property and we're waiting for our house to build. Whenever the pricing comes down on lumber, come on, come on. But one thing my wife did ask me, she's like, are we bringing the scale? Like, I'm like, no, we are not bringing. Number one, every square foot of an RV matters. It's pressure. And it's not there. The scale is not there. And so many times people have asked me, like, how are you doing it without weighing yourself? That's the point. 
just like what you said, Nick, I'm going off of by how my body feels. I'm going off of by how my clothes are. Mm -hmm. Am I getting looser? Am I needing to go to the store and buy another size of my jeans? That is how I'm dictating my, not my happiness, but how I'm dictating how my journey is going as far as weight loss goes. Now I'm having the time of my life, you know what I mean? And I'm on calorie command and all that. And I'm just exploring the journey of getting my, getting myself back into the rhythm of tracking and loving it and, you know, really doing it. And the scale just wasn't there for me. And I, it's liberating. And I know now why people say that it's liberating to give up the scale or to break up with the scale, because when you actually do it, I, I really had to, because I don't have room for it. Um, But now (laughs) looking at it, break up with it. Like if that thing is the only thing that's going to dictate your happiness, it ain't worth your time. It ain't worth your time. And let's, right. And let's think about it. We got to this point where we needed the scale because we were obsessing over food, right? We were obsessing over eating. So now we're just switching that obsessive behavior to obsessing over the scale of our weight. And I think that's where that liberating feeling comes from when we're finally like, we're not going to obsess Mm -hmm. anymore. We've just got to let it yeah. go. Live your life. Write it on some paper. Put it in a bonfire. Do what you got to do to let yeah, it go. Yeah, definitely. Break it with a hammer. I mean, let's, let's be real. Let's be real. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sell it on Facebook. There you go. Someone will buy that. Someone will buy it. <laughs> Nick, is there anything else you want to say to any of the members of iTrack Bites? No. If you want to follow me on my journey, it's Poppy Has Goals. Yes. Give, give, Sorry, no. shameless, shameless plug. Give him a follow, <laughs> y'all. Um, if you don't follow uh, Jake also... Uh, give Jake a follow. Also, it's Jake's journey. Super excited to have you on tonight. And thank you so much, Nick. This was a great interview. Let everybody know that you're iTrick Bites famous now because you're going on the podcast. So there we go. <laughs> oh, no, no photos, no photos. <laughs> so, but thank you so much, Nick. I really do appreciate it. And I hope you thank have you. a great rest of your week. And uh, we'll talk soon. All righty. Have a wonderful Good night. Soon. Thanks, Nick. Bye. Goodbye. All right, everybody. That was Nick. Poppy has goals. Um, so excited to have him on here tonight. This is a great live. I hope every single person on here was able to get something from it. Um, you're talking from somebody that was way back in 2016 to now getting back on his journey. Um, his journey is not perfect. No one's journey is perfect, y'all. Um, but give him a follow, please. It's Poppy has goals on um, Instagram. You will definitely like following him. And uh, he gives some great advice. He gives some great advice. So like I said, I really hope that you guys enjoyed your evening with me. And if you're listening to this on the podcast, go ahead and let people know that they can find us on the podcast. Any of your podcasting platforms, search iTrick Bites, and we are there. And if you're watching this in replay, go ahead and let me know. Hashtag replay. All right, y'all. Have a good night. I'll see you next Tuesday, 7.30 p.m. Central Center.